I'm also kind of a patient guy. I'm, all, yes. I'm all also someone that doesn't want to give up on something because I, I feel I take personal responsibility for everything in my business. So I'm right. like, okay, well, if it's not working yet, maybe I haven't figured out how to maximize the potential out of this. Yeah. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. We, uh, we I got Yuan Ainalam in the studio with me. So we got John Backeron, co-host. How you doing? All right. Then we got Joanne, engineering from behind the scenes. DJ. Hi, everyone. <laughs> That's my DJ. The new set. <laughs> uh, but but this week, we're, we're actually going to go over, we're going to go over uh, seven steps to get out of business debt. Okay. So I'm just going to list them off real quick, and then I want to share in the group. Uh, so seven steps, we're going to go over these and we're going to go over these a little bit more in detail because that's all around us, right? That's part of business. That's part of life and can't necessarily get rid of it all the time. You can try to take, take steps to try to avoid some of it or try to minimize it, mitigate your risk towards it, but it's part of it. So we got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the seven steps, just run through it really quickly and we'll go more into detail. Number one, increase revenue. Two, get customers to pay sooner. Three, cut your costs. Learn to budget. Four, prioritize your debt. Five, negotiate better terms. Six, get help from friends and family. And seven, consolidate your debt. Mm. Okay. So what we're talking about today generally, I mean, generally it applies to everyone because there's debt when it comes to unsecured loans, when it comes to business loans, when it comes to your mortgage, when it comes to whatever. Yeah. Okay. But we're we're gonna try to we're gonna try to try to narrow this down a little bit into the scope of selling insurance, okay. or running a, running a, running an insurance agency, building a team, you know, whatever it is, just to manage your specific business here. And now, if if we if we decide to take a step back, like we can actually relate it, and we can actually find applicable uses of the same same type of principles into regular debt. Like you're not actively writing a business, you all. Yeah. But that's that's there, right? Yeah. That's that sucks. That I have student that's loan debt. Um, yeah, I mean, I've even had struggles with uh, credit card debt. You know, I've had it was nothing crazy, like no, no more than probably like five thousand, which is not that much compared to most people. But having to overcome that was was hard for me, just because I didn't really, un I didn't really have a good education about debt. I didn't really, I didn't actually know the the interest rate because my intention was not even to really use it, but just you know things happen and I just had it had to use it. Um, but yeah, like knowing the interest rate and stuff like that, obviously it doesn't apply to this. Uh, but I've actually been studying a lot about it recently. Okay. And uh, in, in regards to credit card debt, like I've, I've heard of this study where uh, the reason that credit card people get into credit card debt rather than like just using their debit card is because when you use your credit card, a lot of the times, like there's no uh, emotional like pain associated right. with it. Right. So when you swipe mm -hmm. it, you know, you don't feel anything. There's no real friction. And and they did this study with uh, vending machines, right? When you go to a vending machine, uh, there now there's like credit cards, but before it was coins or uh, the dollars. And they said when you use dollars, it would get way less business and people would spend way less because there's that friction, right? You know, sometimes you put in the dollar, it doesn't fit in perfectly. You know, you got to straighten it out, right? And then you put it in. But then some people are like in that few seconds, they're like, man, do I really need this? You know what I'm saying? So like that lack of friction, they used Amazon as an example, right? Like Amazon, you just press like a few buttons, you know, you just pr press it. There's some that have scales now where it's like, if your order is low, you don't need to do anything and it reorders it for you. So, yeah, you know, a lot of these things in, in life, you know, they're trying, they're, you're at war with these credit card companies with you know, all of these lenders and all of these different mechanisms that put you in a position where, you know, you, they, they, they'll they have you, you know what I'm saying? If you're not, if you're not watching it, if you're not careful, you know, they're, they're going to try to do all they can with all the data that they have to try to get, get a hold of you. So, you know, being conscious and being mindful of where your money goes and, and how you're spending it and, you know, setting yourself up for success, because, in reality, a lot of the, we have certain things that we want to accomplish, but if we don't put ourselves in the right position, or if we allow temptation to come into our lives, then that's not really going to help anybody. It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got all, because I've been studying this recently, so I'm, I'm super passionate about it. Well, I mean, yeah, to, to be able to clear yourself of debt provides you with some relief. Right. So, I mean, as far as, as far as 
accruing debt in, in, in specific terms of what we do, how does, how does an agent accrue debt? Two factors with it. You're either not making enough or you're spending too much, <laughs> right? Because there, there are people um, who've lived in poverty and they stay within their means, right? But if you get caught up, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, spending which, when you don't got, and you use your credit card or you use your other things and you're, you're over leveraged, that's what's happening with you where you're overspending versus you're overmaking. So um, the second part in the business, specifically with us in, in life insurance, you might not just be working enough, right? You're spending and you're having Usually more it. time. <laughs> yeah, You're spending more time spending money than more time making money. Yeah. Right. So that can happen to you, man. But in reality, if it's just for the, the business and insurance, you're losing more business than you're making. Right. Yeah, so right. this is where when we're talking about business debt, you're getting chargebacks and you're getting more chargebacks than advances. And that could be an issue. On a, on a, I was going to add something, else, but uh, like even tying into insurance, right? Like we may, like you may think like, oh, well, you're not paying interest on the, uh, on the, on the debt for your roll up or whatever. your chargeback, yeah. your chargeback. But what you're having to do is because your, your revenue has depleted because your money's going more towards to pay off that debt. Yeah. You're having to use your credit cards more than you should right. be. Right. So then you know, for the most part, that's what people do, right? They might be behind, behind on finances. They go to the credit card. They're like, okay, I'll make it back, yada, yada. So being mindful about, you know, you know, paying interest, paying money for, for you know, useless money at, the, at a certain point is, is something that to be mindful of. So just adding on top of that. Yeah. Well, we did a, Q, we did a Q&A a couple of weeks ago, about maybe two weeks ago or one week ago about the, your, your relationship with food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about the relationship with food. I mean, it's the same thing when it comes to, racking up debt it's your relationship with money and your relationship with work yeah right because it because the thing is like sometimes you just don't have a clear understanding because number it's not that difficult to understand but you might not want to and you're kind of just ignoring and putting it to the back burner i remember when i was in college i, I remember I, I didn't have money i wanted to be able to go out and have some beers <laughs> i mean legally of course yeah. um but you know wanted to go out to have to eat, eat a nice meal, you know, take care of some stuff, buy basketball shoes, whatever. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't have any money and I was kind of sort of working. And then, so then like on campus, all over the place, littered all over the place, people with like people with like credit with stands and they're, they're signing for a credit card. Yep. Right. And then like they line up right, right in the uh, most common areas. So then you, you can see it right near where the food is. And then, you know, back then uh, you don't, you don't understand how the, the concept of money that I have now is not the same that I had before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So during that time, I'm like, cool, sign me up. <laughs> it's like, it's like, there literally is like very little resistance in terms of mentally. Yeah. Cause you just swipe a card. And like, cause even if you had to spend cash, like yeah. I hate going to the ATM, like yeah. I hate going to the bank. And so whenever I go, I, I just take out a bunch. Right. Yeah. And then, and then like, I, and if I have it in my pocket, I'll spend it real quick. They say cash is the best as yes. far as like feeling like the money is going, you know, it's painful. It's like, the, yeah. you're, like you're literally lighter in your pockets, right? You're literally yeah. like that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that bulge just like gets a little thinner and thinner. Yeah, you change if you pay with change, that's the, yeah, even with cash, practical. yeah, it makes a difference. Like, would you, <laughs> you be with quarters? <laughs> would you rather break the hundred or spend the fives and the ones? Right? Spend the fives and the ones. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't want to have to break the, the hundred, you'd rather not spend. Let's yeah. say you only yeah. had three $100 bills and it's a dollar something and it's, novelty you're, also, you'd rather you'd, you'd be disciplined not just to, to, to break the hundred also not because when you pay with cash because we rarely pay with cash now you get change right like right. little nickels yeah. you're like man i don't want to carry around change it's annoying i'm gonna lose it yeah you know so yeah definitely. if there's a tip jar that's going in there yeah, yeah. Exactly. i'm not carrying that change yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you know yeah it's it's like do you want to spend that hundred for me i'm irresponsible so i'll, I'll go ahead and spend it's painful i don't want to do it but i'll i'm, I'm not going to debate because i'm like if I'm here and I need to get it, I, I just get it. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll explain reason, reason why that's, that's for me. Why too. Okay. But getting it, getting to the business debt here, like John mentioned, the thing is you're probably just not working enough and that's, and you can argue with me if you, if you want, but you're, you're just not working that much and not as much as your financial situation necessitates you to. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're, if you get, if you get into debt and you're not regularly paying it off or it's going to be a difficult situation, you're not working enough or you've, ca you've counted your business, your business models broken. Yeah. Right. So first of all, before we get into those seven things, and the first one's going to be increased revenue, because I think that's 
pretty obvious. First, first of all, if you guys, if you guys get that, I mean, just first of all, just take a breath. Let's take a step back, stay calm. Because I think sometimes people see like a debt report come in and they're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe the client canceled. Or, you know, it's like, I don't remember, I don't even remember this case. And, you know, the client told me they wanted it. And well, it's whatever the reason is, it don't matter. It happened. It happened. Right. <laughs> so, so like your, your job is to try to figure out how do I manage this going forward? If you can fix it, cool. Then you have an opportunity to fix it. If you can't fix it, you know, straight up, then you got to figure out a, a plan of attack for it. So most importantly is you guys stay level-headed, you know, just sometimes I understand initially some people get pretty freaked out because mm -hmm. they're like, is this always going to happen? Is this how it's like, it could always happen if you're not paying attention to these metrics, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're continuing to run your business and not making the proper adjustments, it could happen. I'm like, I'm not saying it can't, <clears throat> but if you, but you can definitely keep it under control. The first thing to do, you see this right here? This is a bunch of, bunch of correspondence. Yep. I don't know. They, they hate trees at certain carriers and they just keep mailing it out and mailing they, it out. They mail a lot. So they'll, they'll email you. They'll, they'll send out physical copies. And if there's a case that needs to be fixed or multiple cases that need to be fixed, or if you have a downline agent that has cases that needs to be fixed, you're most of the time when, when, by the time the debt comes to you, you've ignored a couple warning signs along the way. Oh yeah. And uh, like, I'll say, cause I do media stuff. I do like different types of projects for different people. Like chargebacks are, Part of any business in general like i had this one client i just did a i did like a just like a small review of her website like just like a little bit of consulting work for her and she had like these different deadlines and i got it done but she was like annoying and like was just super obnoxious to work with and we just had like some some issues and she was just she's just crazy she was objectively crazy and i did everything she that i needed for her to do and then she's like, like, we just had a big battle. And then she eventually, uh, she, she requested to, I don't even know how she did. I didn't even know it was possible, but she like, for all the work I did, she just didn't want to pay me. So she already, she paid me ahead of time. But then uh, the, like through QuickBooks, you can kind of like dispute, it. Your, dispute it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't get paid on that. You know, it, it is what it is. I didn't fight it because for me, I don't, I don't really care. Like it, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that energy Center on Center collections. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just don't want that. It, it wasn't like a ton of money. So I wasn't like Center tripping collection. about it. And, and it, and if she wasn't happy with it, you know, it is what it is. We didn't have a contract or anything. Uh, and I was like, it, it's all good. But you know, that's just one example of like, it's just part of business, you know, just things happen. Like it's not exclusive to just because it has a specific name, I guess, in insurance, which is a chargeback. Technically, that was a chargeback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got paid and then <laughs> got it taken back. If I would have paid cash, if she would have paid cash, obviously, she would have been, you know, screwed out of luck. But, uh, you know, it, it's all good. It's just it's part of life. It's 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 part of uh, part of business. Yeah. In our business, I think you got you got to understand we're, we're self-employed. We're 1099. Um, I did one presentation to one of my clients. It was the best, best response this lady had. So she was <laughs> my client from our old company, replaced her current policy with another policy. Okay. It's one of those term policies, um, you know, starts at a P, big company, <laughs> multiple <laughs> car carrier, multiple agents, and they don't make a lot of money. But this lady was smart. And then my client, Rosalind, she said, you know what, come over. I want you to explain this to that agent that sold it to me. So she had a um, whole life with us from the old company and it was being replaced by a term. And this lady had both of us in there <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. She wanted, she wanted us to duel and joust for her business well, basically. Yeah. And, and, and then, so she, she checked the lady. She said, Hey, so you get paid on commission, right? And you know what she said? Yes, but I only get paid on commission and only get paid if I do my job correctly. That's what she said. And you guys got to understand in our business, that's the same way. We only get paid for job done and completed. So if you are getting a chargeback, you did not get your job done and yeah, right. completed, right? Yep. So first notice from the company, if you had a missing NSF, insufficient funds, that's our job. That's our calling to say, hey, client, you missed a payment. Yeah. Something happened. We got to follow up. We got to do some work for that. If not, your job's not completed. You're going to get a chargeback. Yeah, right. Well, maybe you did do your job, but they just secretly just didn't tell you, like they just didn't have the money or they didn't ration, they try to rationalize it then and there. And then, you know, it, it, it's, it's just my whole thing on it is just, it's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Any business, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't 
think that that because it's happening something's wrong with this the the uh business it's just part of it i'll take, take the good i'll actually take i'll take a step further from your, from that statement if you don't have any debt and you've been in business for a while you have a problem too <laughs> yeah you need to worry that means you're not working that means you got nothing going on that means your business is not a business your business is a hobby <laughs> yeah and that, then you're very risk risk adverse yep. that means you got nothing positive really coming in too because there's there's a norm there's a normal attrition rate there's normal cancellation rate normal fall off rate mm -hmm. i mean it should be anywhere within i don't know 10 10 to 25 percent 25 percent still a little high yeah yeah so you still reevaluate your process yeah 10 to 15 is really good 2025 doable but yeah you could you could fix that 10 percent from there i mean i think i think the industry standards like 30 percent falls off right 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 okay? which you can still make money but you, you could be more profitable that way so i mean yes. For me, I, I'm, a, I'm a, John and I are always about let's try to keep it within the 15% range, yeah, 10 to 15% range. Yeah. But one way to do it is you got to increase your revenue. Mm -hmm. And this seems like a little counterintuitive because people, people, people what happens oftentimes, and I've, and I'm just saying this because I've been in the business for over 17 years. When debt happens, like my relationship with debt, it's not that I have anything special. The only thing is I've been around longer. Yeah. Like I've, 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 I've understood it because I've dealt with it. I've paid, I've paid debt off. I understand how, I understand how it works. I understand how it builds up to a certain point. I understand how you pay it down. But then the, the thing is when, when it comes to it, most people, they get, they get a little bit of debt. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they shut right? down. And then they shut down and then they stop working. Yeah. Or they become so risk averse. They're just thinking, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to write a new business. Cause what if this continues to happen? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, so you're just gonna just take this L and be on your way? Yeah, this is not for me. <laughs> I have another uh, another story. This was this one was like my first like I guess like kind of bigger uh, I guess chargeback. Like I, I was producing an animation project and I, I didn't know how to animate it. I mean, I still don't know how to animate to the extent that I hired somebody to animate. So uh -huh. I so I budgeted out and then I I staffed it and I hired the person to to animate it. It was like an extensive animation using like. Uh, a blender which is a really advanced animation uh software so i fronted it so i paid the person like a pretty good amount of money to do the project so i'm working with him i'm working with him we're going back and forth i'm talking to the client he's happy with it he's happy with it and then we get to the end of the project client went ghost on me mm -hmm. he went ghost on me so i fronted this good amount of money that you know for as far as staffing i never had like spent that much money and I was left with the bag, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like I got nothing out of it. Like there was not like I, that guy went get, completely ghost. You got to get advanced this next time. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I need to get advanced, bro. Exactly. That's the thing you, that, that was the hard lesson that I had right there. Right. Which is like, instead of, you know, being like, woe is me. Like this is his fault. It's like, dude, you just got like, this is just a hard knocks lesson you just had. You know what I'm saying? You trying to be Mr. Nice guy, like, nah, bro. Like you gotta be on, on your P's and Q's, you know? Obviously I, you still have that, I still have that grace with some with some people. Obviously I'm not like, you have to do, but like, you know, it depends on what it is. If you're fronting something, bro, you need, you need the, uh, you need a little bit of guaranteed, you know, funds there. So, you know, it's just, I mean, I have like multiple stories. It's just, it's part of the game. You gotta learn the hard way. Because yeah. usually it's, it is, even with this business, I mean, you know, obviously you guys are the, you guys are the pros. There might, might've been something where you got a little bit sloppy. Maybe you weren't keeping an eye on certain things, maybe your agents, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, we all got to deal with it. So what do you do? You got to replace that business, right? You got to make more revenue. Of course. Yeah. And obviously increasing revenue helps you in multiple ways. Number one, either helps you pay down, pay down that debt. Mm -hmm. So you have money to apply towards that debt to, to take care of that. And you still continue to make money to survive, even if you're going to hold that debt for a little bit longer. Yeah. Right. So you can't, you can't just shut down entirely. I, I think the, I think the biggest, biggest step is aside from staying calm and taking a breath and, and recognizing it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think you made a good point. It's you also have to accept responsibility for it. Stop being in denial about it. Cause if you're like, I don't, I don't even, I didn't even get paid that much for it. And I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. And whatever the excuse is. And, you know, pardon me if I if I sound a little bit you know insensitive about it. It's not it's not that I don't care about your pockets. I do, but the thing is, I'm like, I've probably paid more. I'm not even probably. I've definitely paid more debt than some of you guys have even made. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's you know steps along the way. So that so that so for me, I'm like when I hear people's debt, I'm like I'm just trying to understand. Okay, what what's this person's relationship with that debt? Like how did how did they yeah. how do they view this thing? 
if you accept responsibility for it, which it may or may not even be your fault, you've got a ton of debt. Right. Okay. And it's not necessarily your fault. Right. But you had, but, but it's not like, Hey, just magically popped out of nowhere. Yeah. You got, you can't take a victim uh, mentality to it because like, when you say you shut down, this is what agents do, right? So for us in our business, if an agent doesn't pay the debt, it rolls up to the manager, right? And on an agent standpoint, if they don't pay down the debt, what's happening to them? They're basically quitting because they're not, they're no longer working. They're no longer working to pay off the debt. They're in destitute. They're probably looking for a different job, right? Different location, different, different industry in a sense. But when, when you start asking these questions to them, if they take the victim mentality, they're saying, man, insurance industry is a scam. You do all this work and then you don't get paid and on these clients and it, like, bro, the debt is still there. You got paid. It hit your bank account. You spent the money. <laughs> the client didn't get paid. The client canceled or, or it somehow disappeared. Insurance company wants their money back. They advanced you on. Right. right? You, got, you got paid that money at some point. <laughs> it's right? still there. Like you can't just shut down and then leave it be because- it's going to come back to you. It's going to be on the hook. You know, you're going to go to collections. It's it's going to come back to your record, file judgments and all these things. But from our standpoint, like we just got to look at it reality. Okay. It is what it is. What do we got to do? What do we got to do to fix it? How do we get over it? How do we overcome this? You got to have control, have the, the ability to realize where can you control it? What can you do for your actions individually for it? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what prevents a lot of people from actually being able to attack the debt and actually try to work on, on fixing it. It's just, they stay in this mode of, well, it's not fair, but it's not fair. It's like, it's like a child. It's the carriers. It's our CEO. Also, I think it also can be a reflection of their commitment to what they're doing. Like for me, you know, when that stuff happened to me, you know, I'm committed to this. This is what I do. This is what the the path that I want to go down. So there isn't even that room for contemplating. Well, no, is this worth getting out of? Should I do this? Like, should I chase this person? Should I? It's just, you know, it is what it is, bro. Like you got to just deal with it and move on and, and just ride it out. But I think a lot of the times, sometimes those certain moments where it'll be a big setback will really teach you, you know, Hey, am I committed to this? Like, am I looking for a way out? Am I looking for a back door? Uh, because that is a lot of the time, even with relationships, right? It's like certain problems will happen. And then it'll be a bigger deal than it should be because you're kind of having one foot in one foot out, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, I've, I've talked about the amount of debt and like, I, I look at it in a healthy way. I think, I mean, I, I like to tell myself that anyway, because <laughs> the thing is like, while I have paid more debt than all of you guys have, have paid in your lifetimes. Yeah. And while I probably have made more, I've, I've paid more in debt than some of you guys have made in your career. I mean, the thing is I don't look at it necessarily as a bad thing. Yeah. I look at it as like, okay, well, in order for me to have done that, I have have made, have made some money along the way to be able to take care of that stuff. And for me to still still see it as a good deal for me to continue to stay within this industry and continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I always just tell myself, you know, you're dealing with debt, you know, you're, you're, you're mentally messed up. You're not in a good mood. Right. So I just tell myself like that, that old, uh, cliche quote this too shall pass <laughs> it will. it'll happen <laughs> you keep working it'll happen it'll pass well, i got i got pastor john <laughs> i got even better i got even better advice because sometimes like sometimes you come into these challenges that are that seem overwhelming they're overwhelming because of the fact that you haven't dealt with it before and you haven't overcame it yet yeah so that it's really your mental resolve and on if you're going to fold and you're going to give up then you're done yeah. like you're done like you just can't you can't solve it for yourself you became weaker in that moment. Yeah. Or you've resigned yourself to that fact in which this is this is the best you're gonna do. I, I think the hardest part with this business, uh, though, is it's really easy to compare yourself to other people, you know. Yeah. Like you might feel like I'm the only one going through this. You might be the only you might even be the only one going through it in your in your own uh like small collection of you know friends you talk to in the agency or your your small agency. So it becomes even harder because you're looking to your right, you're looking to your left. They might not be dealing with this big dragon that is coming to devour you, you know, but, but in reality, if you took that aside and you're like, look, I just got to focus on take it day by day. You know, this is, I got to control what I can control. It becomes a lot easier. You know, that, that I think is like one of the most like underrated things about going through difficult times is like not comparing yourself to other people. And maybe the, the, maybe you're not making a ton of money. Maybe you have a lot of things to overcome, 
but don't look at what other people are doing and think that their life is perfect and your life is bad. And you know, woe is me. And then you go down a dark path. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. Cause I think, I think that does happen a lot. I mean, when I first got a big amount of debt, mm. when I started, when I started in the business, I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Or like, is this, is this, is this like what I, what I have to continue to be cautious about? So I talked to people that are doing better than me, mm. people that are doing this longer than me. So I talked to Sean, I talked to Andrew, I talked to Jack, you know, then they tell me about their debts and then the, what the stuff that they had to go through to get to the point where they're at, to the points where I want to be at. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's part, it's part deal. of the business. If they can get through it, why can't I? Yeah. And, and I think, and I'm sorry to cut you off, right. but, but for a, for a lot of people, they just think like, Hey, that's not, it's not gonna, this is there. There's more, there's uh, other things that, that people you've been comparing yourself. There's people that are like, Oh yeah, I don't deal with that. And you know, a lot of them are lying. Yeah. A lot of them are just trying to try yeah. to cover up the fact that, that they can't deal with it mentally and then they're, or they're putting on the back burner they're ignoring it. They're not ha- handling it in a healthy way. So if you, if you need people that will tell you the truth, talk to John, talk to myself. Yeah. Cause talk like, I'm not, try- I'm not trying to put out this perfect image of being like, Oh, look at me. I'm so successful. I don't, I don't, I don't have any problems. I don't, I don't, I don't have to deal with that. I do. And the reason why you don't hear about me complaining about it is because I recognize it's part of the business and I'm going to deal with it the way that I can and continue to move forward. Cause I'm not going to let that thing slow me down and cripple my business. Right. I got more money to make. I got still got more people I want to help. I still got more things I need accomplished. Yeah. And that's then, what we're going to focus on. And when you look at it, the people that are really successful in this business, the ones that leveled up and got into a board member to like, you know, integrity partners, man, if you hear their stories from the back end, like the, the reason why they're successful is because they were able to overcome these situations. Right. And the people that are not, they're folded, yep. right? And then um, listening to one of the calls from from Sean Mike in one of those TNLs on Friday calls, which if you guys don't, it's good, it's great uh, info. He said this one line, like, "Do you have a problem? Is it a money problem? Yes, which is that, right? Can you solve it by making more money? Go to work. <laughs> so that's, that's all he said. Then go to work because we can make a lot of money here." Yeah, I kind of, I kind of hate using all those cliches because like they seem so like aggressive, but then like they're, they're all so just simple. true. It's like yeah. it's like you don't have a money problem, you have a work problem. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a debt problem, you have a work you have a work problem. You don't have a lead problem, you have a work problem. Well, sometimes yeah. sometimes the money problem, like the debt problem, is because of like it's like kind of reverse right it's like lack of work. Some, sometimes yeah the lack of work like sometimes like for example that previous story about me fronting the uh the the animation project i genuinely couldn't have done it but the thing is like i just didn't have a ton of other things going on or a ton of other clients right so i was i was more willing to cut that corner mm. of being like hey let me get half up front let me get this much up front you whatever. worked out of desperation man exactly so like I think that happens a lot. I mean, that happened a lot at our old company for sure, where it was like, dude, we just got to kind of scrape it away and make it work. So that's an issue. Yeah. Cause if you work out of desperation, you force sales, you work exactly. out of desperation, you cut corners exactly. and Cause you need it. You need it badly. Yeah. <laughs> and so then your judgment you, gets altered. Yeah. You see some ages, man. They write a friend up, family yeah. member up, get an advance, get a commission and then falls off. Now they owe because they didn't go to work. It's poor, <laughs> it's poor judgment. Yeah. Or they're like, you know, just, just, you know, take, take 30 days. If you don't want it, just get rid of it. Just sign up today. We call that the suicide close. Yeah. I've never done it. Well, speaking of that, number two is the good part, right? Yeah, so number one, increase, increase your revenue, be able to pay, take care of a lot of things Two, get your customers to pay sooner. And I guess in our business, it's not that applicable, but there is in a little bit. I, I was on live dials early this morning. Yeah. You know, you guys, you guys heard me. And then I, when it came to the draft date, I just said like, hey, the first one's going to come out the next 24 to 48 hours. And every month after that, it's going to come out on the 27th. Are you okay with that? I didn't, I didn't say like, hey, can you draft? When, do you, when would you like this to come out? I never gave her the option. Yeah. yeah. If she really couldn't do it, she would tell me and then I would adjust. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I mean, it's, it'd be tough. Like if she can't do it, you know, that, that week, then it, it might, there, she might run into another week where she can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So it might be a good sign of like, Hey, maybe it's too much money, you know, yeah, close down. Yeah. And then for, for me, I mean, like I'm, I'm an agency builder. I mean, I'm still running, I'm still running some appointments because I'm in this phase where I want to try different things and, and be able to have more input to, to give and feedback to give. But 
what I'm what I'm personally doing, if I if I don't do that, it it impacts my ability to stay with conviction to tell my agents to do certain things. Because mm-hmm. then, like, if I if I tell them like, hey, don't give them the option, they're like, well, you know, that's you know, that's just what the client said, and the, the clients they don't they don't want to pay that. And I'm like, it's not true. Yeah, you're it's true because you believe that's true. Yeah. So never hurts to ask. You know, closed mouths don't get fed. Mm-hmm. You know that that is what it is. Three, okay, cut your costs. Figure out a budget. Okay. So I, I ran into a little bit of cash flow issue earlier earlier because you know our, our production hit a certain level. I got hit with some roll-up debt. Full disclosure. I mean, that's that's just what happened. Like you have ups and downs in your business. Mm-hmm. I've had some great times and I've also had some tough times, but those tough times are relative to, to everyone, right? Yeah. So for me, I had to cut on certain things. As you guys see back here. I enjoy a cocktail from time to time. You know, like it's you know, it's it's one of it's one of my hobbies, what? pastimes. No way. I thought you just I thought you're a bottle collector. I've, I've tried it, you know. But <laughs> no, but I mean, but but during those times in which like I was like, okay, financially, I'm not where I want to be. And there's certain things I need to take care of. Like I can't continue to spend money on alcohol number one, but also spend more importantly, spend time drinking and 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 doing leisurely things. But my business should be the most important priority at the moment. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's one way that I can I can cut my costs, figure out a budget, and, and reprioritize certain things. Okay. You guys, you guys, you have any methods for cutting costs? Yeah, I mean, for me, <clears throat> like going back to the debt and credit card thing, it's just like not having the credit card around, using your debit. Like I remember back when I was like paying off the credit card, like. I was paying it off and I was paying it off, but I was paying it off. And then I was still using the credit card. Right. I've done that. <laughs> like, I'm like, but it makes sense in certain, you know, with certain businesses, right. If like you're replenishing it, but like, it was just me being stupid, like just, just plain and simple. Um, so yeah, don't do that. And then for me also, uh, like I, I have to, I, like I eat out a lot, not eat out, but, uh, Postmates. Yeah. yeah um so, so instead of cutting that up, out cutting that out <laughs> you're paying the extra fee to deliver yeah so well, that, that's not everything's like more expensive on there too and the yeah. regular menu yeah so it's it's something i've had to cut out but the thing is sometimes i'm like dude i don't want to cook but then i kind of found an intermediate which is something that's like i found like kind of pre-made more healthier uh like microwave stuff okay so it's still healthy but it's like a lot quicker so for me, that's been my kind of like in between, you know, kind of compromise, because if I know for myself, it's kind of like the gym, right? If I know for myself, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to fail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So trying to find that compromise and then work your work down, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, for me, I think when it, when it comes down to cutting your cost, you got to look at it. If you work so much, you have less time to spend. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a reverse thing. So to cut your costs, work more. Okay, so let's say let's say, you know, you're in your own family situation, your your own schedule, what or whatnot, right? So let's say you're working Monday through Friday, and you you plan out family time, weekend time. You're always doing something that spends money on Saturday, Sunday, dude. Your biggest cutting cost is to work on those weekends. <laughs> now you get to tell all your friends or whoever, whatever you do, family situations, shindigs. You just tell, them, sorry, I can't, I got to go to work. You automatically cut costs and you increase revenue right there. And you, now you budget for real big things for the things you really want to do instead of like planning on the whim and then spending money on the whim. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. And part of part of what got me into that that a uh, little bit of trouble too. I mean, it was it was also because of the fact that. Hope you're enjoying the video so far. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, anything to help us help support the algorithm so we can continue to bring you more valuable content and continue to be part of your lives. Also, if you don't feel that it's providing you that much support since you're already at this point, like and subscribe anyway. I'm not I'm not afraid to spend money. Yeah. So then like when when there's like a new digital marketer out there, there's a new there's there's a new lead <laughs> vendor, there's new whatever. And I'm like, let's get it. Let's let, let's, let's invest. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. And it got to the point where I was just being very irresponsible about it because like I'm like, it didn't yield the type of results that we were looking for, but then I just kind of let it continue to linger because I'm like, well, you got to invest in your business. So then I let it continue yes, to yes. dwell and continue, mm-hmm. they continue to to charge. And then like, it just wasn't the results. And this is all stuff that look, theoretically we can all do it ourselves mm-hmm. in every aspect of your business. So if you're, if you're in a position where you have debt or you, you don't have the, the funds at that point, there's certain things that you just can't farm out. Yeah. And you just got to do it yourself. Yeah. You got to yeah, put a little it, bit more time. Investing is like, 
investing in your business is a trap because you can rationalize anything's investing in your business. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like Postmates, okay, well, I'm saving time. Therefore, okay. I'm saving money because, you know, I'm not having to cook and it comes to my door and I'll be happier because the food is good. So I'll be more efficient because I'm happier. Oh, man, you sold uh, yourself a lot of stuff, bro. No, no, I'm, just, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, you know, I mean, that, but honestly, some people think like that and, and they rationalize other, oh, you know, I got to go out with my friends twice a week, three times a week because yeah. then I'll be more efficient uh, for us, I go to work. For us, we made some mistakes where, I mean, it yielded some results, but not enough to to yield to justify, to, the, to justify spending. the spending. Like we were, we, we bought or we were spending put this 2,600 a month on a recruiting platform that barely got us like working <laughs> recruits. I mean, it, it worked for a little bit, but then the thing is like, we weren't monitor monitoring the progress yes. or monitoring if it's worth it. And we never, yeah. we didn't cut sooner than we should have. I'm also kind of a patient guy. I'm, all, yes. I'm all, also someone that doesn't want to give up on something. Cause I, I feel I take personal responsibility for everything in my business. So I'm right. like, okay, well, if it's not working yet, maybe I haven't figured out how to maximize the potential out of this. Yeah. So for me, like cutting the cost, I would have, I would have, from my learning experience, I would have created some criteria, like what would happen in six months? What would happen to a year versus like, let it roll, let it ride and kind of not have any judgments and measures out of it. Right. So that, that, that's one way to do it. Cut, cut your cost or you got to prioritize your debts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now in our business, particularly when it comes to insurance, look, we're brokers, we have many different carriers to use. It's a good thing because you can always find a way to get paid. Mm. It's also a bad thing because you you can also potentially find a way to rack up more debt with more carriers. <laughs> right? Band-aid your debt. I mean, and that and that and, and I just want to say that goes back to your business model to begin with. Like there may be something broken in, in that process if you're you're losing more than you keep, yeah, or you're losing above a normal range of what you should be keeping. That means you're either not getting enough leads, you're not working enough, your whatever when you're in your whatever in your script is off. There's a, there's a, there's a, could be a lot of factors, which if that's the case and you want to examine what that is, reach out to one of your uplines, reach out to one of us. Mm -hmm. We'll gladly go over that with you, but you got, you got to learn how to prioritize your debt instead of, Hey, okay, I have debt here and I want to uh, be able to get paid the full amount. If I go here, it's going to pay, pay off part of that debt and I'll get just a portion of it or maybe none of it, depending yeah. on how big the debt is or how long it's been sitting there for. So let me go right over here. And then when I have debt here, let me go right over here. When I have that, let's go right over here. We've seen that happen. And and look, the changes to the system in which you're you're gonna get paid based off of when the client drafts, it's gonna eliminate a lot of that opportunity yep. for people people that are not necessarily trying to commit fraud, but just being a little irresponsible about it. Yeah. Or not dealing with your problems first. So that that's one way. Do you have yep. something more to add to that? I was just thinking uh something maybe something in the future down the line like from an ffl standpoint to prevent that it's like ffl kind of gets in the middle and takes some of the commissions pays off the other debts <laughs> but i know it's it's harder as a lo as an imo versus the LOA. directly so yeah you can't really do that. but but if you get a pp bonus you can get that <laughs> personal experience you know, but prioritizing i mean look also if we if you just accept your except this is this is your debt or you're responsible for it ultimately because look that that, that big amount of debt that I recently got hit with, like I didn't write any of that business. Yeah. Right. But I, I also can't go to corporate and be like, Hey, but it's not my fault. You know, like, right. like who's in charge, the leader. Right. Yeah. So ultimately it still is my responsibility. doesn't mean I'm not going to deal with it. doesn't mean I'm not going to look into collections and take care of it. Whatever means I need to take care of it. But in the meantime, it's my responsibility. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I make no bones about that. There's no, there's no like, not fair. You know, I'm not, I'm not wasting time on, on, on that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. So if, if I want to prioritize the debts, like I want to, what I want to do is I want to streamline as much as my business to go into taking care of that first so I can clear that and then still, and still be able to figure. So I'm going to narrow it down. And for me personally, America, prosperity, AIG all day. Yeah. Right. Like if you guys focus on just those three main carriers, if you can just narrow it down instead of being like, I'm going to write here, I'm going to write there, I'm going to write here, I'm going to have, I'm going to have like, 15 pieces of business with 15 different carriers. It's hard it's more to, for you to manage. Yeah. It's harder to, to outright it and fix it because now you have, you have one debt here, one debt there. It's too much. It's like different credit card debt too. It's like you're revolving you credit. It's like, dude, you might have, you might be accruing interest somewhere. You don't even know. Yeah. Plus you actually feel the progress. If you focus on prioritizing one debt yeah. or two debts and whatever it is, you start paying those down. You're like, I'm actually making real progress here. And like, it actually encourages you. And then you, and then 
once you pay something down at that point and you can't just keep spending and yeah. <laughs> and doing that, can't keep racking up more debt while you're paying down debt. Yeah, don't don't that do for, that. That formula doesn't work, by the way. No. Personal experience doesn't work. But you know, if if you if you can actually pay something off, then it's not just the hey, I'm out, I'm out of money. I'm not out on that money. With the the process of you doing that, you gain a lot of mental strength. Mm-hmm. You gain you gain a lot of you gain a lot of experience, and then look, you know that you know that you can't be conquered based off of that. Like that one small thing that used to cripple you, yeah. no longer has that same effect. Still not still not gonna be fun. Yeah. You still don't want to have to deal with it if you if you can avoid it. But the thing is, you know that you're stronger now as a result of it. And, and, these- and this is the this is the biggest reason why I've been able to progress in my business to be able to build it to this size. I've had I made a ton of mistakes along the way. Yeah, these, I've had to deal with, deal with debt all the time. These but, are the small successful tallies, like right. little victories that, that gets you to a next level. Uh, I was I was listening to uh, something. Is it Dave Ramsey? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. Yeah, he talks about the debt snowball. Yeah, where he says like, no matter what the interest is. I mean, there's no interest in, but in a life insurance debt. But he says, pay off the smallest debt to get your like uh, confidence up. And then yeah. pay the next smallest debt, and then so on and so forth, because those small wins like go a long ways, and it makes sense. Yeah. So, and then that which leads to the, the number five, which is negotiate better terms. So, I mean, for for the most part, yes, there's not really interest on on it. However, I mean, there are situations payment in which plans, you, you right? can fall back. Yeah. yeah. There's payment. There's payment plans, and I think the biggest thing when when I talk to agents that get debt for the first time or they ha- they've finally decided to address it it's too they, late they sometimes. come they come to me and they're just like i don't know what to do with this and yeah i can't pay this all off at one time and i'm like calm down take take, take a breath let's take a step back no one's asking you to pay it all off at one time right so what you got to do the, the main thing is you got to stay in contact with the carrier and let them know you're still around start as we said generate more revenue, you know, continue to write business with that carrier. So it can start paying it, paying it off, or at least paying a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then if you're, if you stay in good standing, the, the carriers will always work with you. Yeah. If you're an asset to them, they want to keep you on the roster. If you ignore them, you don't, you continue to ignore that debt. You know, you, you ghost them there. There's, there's, there's no way for them to know whether or not, whether or not you uh, exist, continue yeah. to exist. So if that's the case, then they they terminate you. You're you're a complete liability, right? Yeah, and, and even just thinking about like we're talking about like mold, like staying confined to maybe only three carriers, like think about how many phone calls that is if you have debt with more than three. You know how many different payment plans you would have to set up, like all this extra time because you have like I rather have ten thousand with one carrier than like one thousand with ten carriers. You know because that's less calls. I can consolidate everything. It's much easier. You know, it just, it's much simpler mentally. Right. Makes sense. And I, I think people just need to keep the right perspective because sometimes people will be like, I can't believe they expect me to pay this or, you know, I can't believe like I have to owe it. Like, where's it going to go? Is it going to magically disappear? Like you, you received at least a portion of that money. Yeah. Like you've received production for this entire time. And, you know, you didn't, you didn't fight it back then and say like, Hey, this is not mine. Don't yeah. give it to me. But, you know, so, I think I think I think the thing is when when people are in that situation, sometimes they're just like, I shouldn't be responsible for it, you know, because uh, you know, like I, I just don't remember getting all that. Like it's not it's not a valid argument for anything. So, you know, let's let's make sure that we we just take responsibility, do what you can about it, and then just stay in contact with the carriers. If you can do that, they will continue to, to work with you, they'll continue to extend time, time, time for the whole situation to get paid off. Cause you know, they're reasonable too. Sometimes people always say like, they'll say like, I can't believe they're expecting me to pay this. I got kids. I got, I got, I got, I got a mortgage, you know, like I got other debt and I'm like, it's nothing personal against you. Yeah. They have, they don't know your situation. They didn't look up your Facebook bio. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't go through your autobiography. They didn't, they didn't get to try to get to know you on, on Tinder or whatever. It's business, man. It's just, you received their money and then you owe. Yeah. And that's, that's the bottom line. Now, if you, if you, if you talk to certain respective representatives within that company and which is why negotiating terms is important building a good relationship with them being good standing otherwise aside from this one one event like i'm proud to say i have a good relationship with a lot of different carriers yeah and and i can go and ask for certain things i can negotiate on certain terms and things sometimes i'm like it's a a shot in the dark and they'll, they'll 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 help me with it because of the fact that i've continued to work with them i've continued to stay in contact i've continued to to show over time that 
I'm going to be responsible for my stuff and I'm not denying stuff that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Carriers understand business is it's business. Chargebacks happen. Carriers understand carrier reps understand, but what they don't understand is if you don't communicate with them, the debt's been there. It's been lingering for a few months to a few couple of months. That's when they know that it's like, okay, well your liability, we got to cut our losses. If you haven't paid it, you haven't worked. So, I mean, they probably track the game, right? Like they probably track. Okay. It's system. You know? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, okay, this person hasn't called us about this debt. You know, the last thousand Mm -hmm. people that didn't call us back about their debt, you know, most of them ended up not paying at all. So cool. Let's just proceed with legal action rather than waiting. Like they're not sitting there like checking their clock being like, are they going to call us back? Set up a family plan. It's like, it's all data. They're playing the percentages for sure. Like they're they're not sitting around thinking like, hey, I'm just go terminate this guy because I don't care about his family. That's- no, they give you ample time. They give you first notice, second notice, final notice. Yeah, because sometimes when agents come to us a little too late, they're like, I just got terminated. Hey, how, how do I? How do I? Uh, I can't believe they terminated me. Like I didn't even get any notices. I'm like, because I've been getting CC'd on all your emails. Yeah, I'm like, we get the emails. You check your emails. But then more importantly, then I'm then I'm like, okay, well, we could try to see if we can get you reinstated potentially depending on the circumstances i'm like when you when's the last time you wrote business with them six months ago i don't know i, haven't I don't checked. know i haven't checked either <laughs> so i mean if you're not you're not a positive asset <laughs> you're not contributing to that company why do they want to keep you yeah like, let's let's be realistic about that and, and we pay attention i'll make this quick we pay attention to pain more than pleasure right yes. like we didn't we don't look at our account every time money went in maybe maybe we did maybe like yes it feels so good Yes, this feels so good. But when that one negative comes, it's like the end of the world. But we forgot about all the positives. You know? Yeah. So I mean, if, if you, if you, if you can just manage your emotional part about that, then it'll be it'll be reasonable. Six, get help from friends and family. So this might be tough for some of you guys because people have trouble asking for help. But I mean, like when it comes when it comes to friends and family, I mean, there could be a couple of different ways of looking at this. If you if you have if you need help paying down debt. Take out a loan from take out a personal loan from a family member if they're in a position and they're willing to help you. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes that does help. On another level, aside from just the money part of it, friends and family, especially when it comes to your coworkers, for someone that has been able to manage their debt, for someone who's in a position higher than you and a level that you want to be at, well, talk to them about it. Right. They trust me. If whoever whoever whoever's position you want to be in, if, if they're further along than you are, they've been through your same problems more likely than not. Might not be exact, but they've been through those problems and bigger. Yeah, sometimes, you know, when, when, when we're saying get help from friends and family members, don't ask for a bailout. Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, don't get help financially, but sometimes you just need a help for like a helping ear, <laughs> give you some directions. You might just be like mentally, like chaotically disorganized, where if you ask somebody on a third party, unrelated to our industry, just says, why don't you just do this? And it's going to be the simplest response, simplest directive that you might be ignoring that you need to do. Most of the time, it's going to be like, why don't you just go to work? Don't you make a lot of money? Don't you get paid in two to three days if you sell? Why don't you do more of that? Yeah, so, yeah that's funny. <laughs> Which I'm, actually, they're not wrong. I'm sorry. No, no, they're, they're actually not wrong because the thing is, you could make a lot of money, but you also spend too much money or you, yeah. don't, or you don't manage your, your finances on the back end. Right. Sorry, what was your point? No, like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've had, I mean, I've had tough times. I've asked friends before, like back, back when I was like, you know, just really struggling, like, but then I paid them back, you know, obviously family, stuff like that. But I remember my, uh, my sister, you know, I'll, I'll always help her out if she, if she needs help, she's, she's good. She's older than me, but she, she asked me, she, she was living with my aunt. So she wasn't p- paying any bills nice. and then she had a full-time job. And she asked me for like 500 bucks for like to buy a car uh, cash. She's like, I don't want any debt. Like, can I have, a, can I have a, or can, did she want to borrow it or did she want it? I think, yeah, she wanted to borrow 500 bucks from me because she wanted to buy a car cash. I'm like, so you want to go to debt, debt for me with no interest. Cause you want to buy a car in cash and you're living with my aunt for free and you have a full-time job. Does that make sense? <laughs> And then she like got mad at me and I was like, dude, like you want, like that doesn't just doesn't make sense. She's like, next time you want something, don't, don't hit me up. I was like, get out of here. And then we were fine later, but I was just like, what? Like, it's just funny how some people rationalize. Yeah. Some people want like a shortcut to to what they want, you know? So it was just funny. Well, just like your relationship with the carrier, if you you go and ask your friends and family for help, which first of all, 
we're not entitled to anything. Let's, right. let's just no. be very, very clear about that. Like but, that was your problem. <laughs> That's not theirs to fix. Right. Yeah. But if you go and ask them for help, and then the thing is they're reluctant to help you, it's probably because you don't have a very good track record. Yeah, man. And the you thing have bad is, credit. Like, you got you have <laughs> bad social credit with, yeah. with those people, right? Because the thing is, you haven't proved to anyone that you're willing to work for it. You haven't proved to anyone that you're willing to stick it out and deal with that situation. So, like, if someone denies you something, yeah, you could be like, yeah, the person's such a jerk. No one wants to help me out, blah, blah, blah. Or be like, okay, why don't, why didn't, why doesn't this person want to help me? Or if I want this person's help, what do I need to do for them to show to them it's worth their time? Yeah. You know, it's another one when people, when people will call, like I'll get a call from somebody and I'm like, do I want to answer this? Because yeah. last four times we were on the phone, <laughs> they talked my ear off for like 30 minutes to an hour talking about nothing like i'm i'm down to talk to th for 30 minutes for an hour for you know someone that i know is not just there to waste my time or someone that i haven't talked to in a long time but it, what's funny is like it's like the 80 20 rule like 20 percent of people will waste like 80 percent of your time it's like there's, the, there's those like handful of people that like will call you just i'm like bro like i've seen this movie before i know you're gonna waste my time i'm not even gonna answer or like i'm gonna just try to wrap it up you know what i'm saying like those people that love to hear themselves talk. Well, I mean, that's 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 actually why I've been able to take care of my debt this entire time. It's the same attitude, the same thought process. I get a lot of calls from from some people. I don't want to pick up. Yeah. You know, but the, it's not because I don't like that person. It has nothing to do with liking the person. It's just I know this person is fixated on the negative, yeah. and they're just going to continue to focus on the problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them some stuff, some feedback, and they'll be like, nope, 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 and they're gonna just be stuck on that. So. But regardless of the fact, whether or not I want to talk to the person, if it's business related, it's my job. Mm, yeah. I pick up, I, I do it. And, 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 and I, and I just, I condition my mind to just think whether or not I want to do it, I have to do it. So yeah. why, why beat myself up over it and just be like, Oh, I don't want to talk to this person. How do I put this off and continue to kick that, kick that can down the road? Cause if you're not responsible for your business, who is right. right? Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't mean that sometimes I won't groan audibly and be like, ah, <laughs> and then I'll, pick, I'll be hello <laughs> but and then if, if you fall in that category I mean, i'm never calling albert <laughs> no but do i just i always pick up yeah. and, I, and i always continue will, to do it because it's my responsibility you know it's if i want a business to grow it's my responsibility to handle everything within it doesn't mean i need to do everything because the thing is i try to delegate to, to, to certain things but if something is beyond their 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 uh, responsibility or beyond their scope Who's going to do it? Got to be me. Yep, it's true. So that's a, oh, and one more thing about just asking for help. Just want to get into this real quick. My first time I got hit with big amount of debt was like 30,000 bucks. Yeah. So, which I've had way bigger since then. Oh, it's jump change. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> it's but, jump change now. But when, I remember when I first got that, when I was, I was still within my first year. And then I'm like, oh no, I'm sunk. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm never, I'll never pay this thing off. But then I talked to Andrew. I was, and I, Part of me and self-admittedly, I was I was kind of vict self-victimizing, and I'm like, right. but Andrew, I mean, this is not fair, you know. I don't like how much how do they expect me to pay it off? And he's like, the, the only thing he said to me was like, bro, that's nothing. I've I've dealt with this, I've dealt with this, I've dealt with this. Sean's dealt with this. Jack has dealt with this, and I'm like, in a weird way, I just kind of felt better because I'm like, okay, yeah. well, they they did it, and then like they're they're still here, they're 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 very profitable. I'm like, okay, well, just gotta bite the bullet, and I gotta take care of this. And then you start figuring out a plan to attack it. It doesn't mean like, hey, I'm going to come up with 30000 I'm not going to go go to Vegas and try to bet, bet my mortgage <laughs> my house and try to get something on it. You know, it's just, you, you start attacking it methodically from that point once you start accepting it. And that was a tremendous help to be able to hear Andrew because I, I went to him for help and, you know, that was the best help he can give me. He didn't solve it for me. Yeah. He, he didn't take care of it for me. He didn't be like, he didn't say like, oh, it's fine. It's not, it's going to be, he just told me straight up. Hey, it's part of the business. Here's what I did. Here's what happened. And I'm like, cool. And I move forward. And now I'm, now I'm like unstoppable when it comes to that yeah. stuff. Once again, I don't want to deal with it, but it's part of the business. And then number seven, when it comes to the list, consolidate your debt. What does that mean to you, John? So business-wise or credit card-wise, like, I mean, like you, you want to pay down, like what you mentioned before on debt, that snowball, right? You, you want to consolidate. You, you got to just really look at a full inventory of where things are at okay how do you fix what's, what's the fastest fix how do you consolidate this okay how do i solve this part 
Okay, so look at your, your business, look at all the carriers that you have, look at all the carrier debts that you have, and then figure out what you could do. You can call to contact the carrier, and then how do we, how do we fix it? Right. So timelines is the most important thing. You got to just have a plan of attack. That's the idea. And then, and for consolidating debt, as far as I see it within this business, start focusing on one or two carriers. Right. Write all your business with them, and then the thing is, they'll you'll be able to clear that debt out faster, or you'll start being able to get a bigger percentage of the, the money that you're that you're owed. And then when you get that money, start making payments toward the other ones and start chipping away at those ones. So, you know, man, manage it accordingly. So if you can consolidate and and handle it that way. It makes it way more manageable because right now, mentally is the biggest the biggest hurdle for most people when it comes to debt. They just think it's overwhelming. They just think it's never going to be 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 settled. But I'm living proof. Right. Like, like I've I've dealt with plenty of debt and I'm still standing. I'm still going to continue to get more debt along the way. I'm sure, mm -hmm. but I'll knock those down too because now I'm empowered because I know I've taken care of it before. Yeah, you go from like little boss problems to big boss moves. You know. Yeah. It's part more, of it. More money, more problems. It's more money, bigger problem, or yeah. bigger, bigger, bigger money, better problems. There you go. Like that. And then you just scale. <laughs> and, and this might sound kind of funny to some of you guys, but as far as far as getting overwhelmed with this with this stuff, because look, I, I understand the human element of all this. It gets overwhelming at times. But you know, when it comes when it comes to when it comes to try to manage the emotional part of it. I, I just, I personally do this. Maybe I'm messed up in the head, but yeah. whenever something seems overwhelming, I just tell myself, it's cool. You're going to die anyway at some point. <laughs> You're going to be rid of all this stuff. Like, like this, all these problems are, are very temporary. And like, if, if you look at it that way, it's like, okay, look, we're going to die. Let's someone out there is not going to die. Maybe this doesn't apply to you. And you can turn that off now, but <laughs> you're going to die at certain, certain points. So the thing is it can't last, it can't stay with you forever. So in the short period of time that you do have left, you know, let's try to just try to maximize everything that we can do to be able to deal with it and enjoy, and enjoy the rest of life with it. Yeah. Right. So keep a little bit of perspective. Yeah, I do. The, I do, do the a opposite. little bit. Yeah, something <laughs> different, but it's more of like a challenge to myself. Like when, when you're feeling like defeated, when you feel like that's like crumpling you, I just go and challenge myself and I talk to myself it's like, dude, like, are you going to let this decide your fate? Are you going to let this mess you up? all for money, you know, something that's not even tangible. Yeah. <laughs> Most of this is just paper. Like you, you see a, you see a statement like on a miracle statement of your commissions and, and you see something It's like, you're looking at this and it's controlling your vibrations and your frequencies of energy. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't let that change you that much. It's okay. robbing your joy. That little bit of negativity right. and robbing your joy. And you're up and you know, it's your fault. You're, you're allowing it to. Right. Yeah. Like I, I always think also like, this is the game that you decided to play you wanted to go into business with business comes problems right if you wanted to just live a peaceful life no issues you know there's plenty of options well, like you can that. be homeless you could <laughs> or i could be i could go to africa i could go you know live off the land i could go find some uh be a farmer you know, just be a farmer and just you know hunt for my food grow grow my own food whatever and just live a chill life you know work at you know, some other country where my dollar, my dollar would go longer. Or, yeah. You know, if I wanted to get out the game, but if you're going to be in the game, this is the part of the game. This is the game problems. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, you got to ride it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before we wrap up, JP had, JP had reached out yesterday. He said he had a couple points to share. So JP, you want to share a little bit about your experience with debt? JPZ. Oh, what's up guys. Uh, I was, uh, I was enjoying the call because you know, the longer you're, you're in the business, the longer, the more you understand that debt is really a part of the business. So, you know, I've really appreciated this call um, actually more than some of the others, because I think this is the real part of the business that we all need to address. Um, you know, I've dealt with big debts. I know, Albert, you've dealt with big debts. Uh, I've dealt with debts recently that I've tried to clear up. One thing that I've that I've realized is that I try and play a game with myself with the debt. So say, for instance, there is, uh, I'm in debt for, am I allowed to say the numbers or no? I did. Yeah, that is fine. All right, whatever. All right, let's, 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 I won't give you exact numbers, but I'll give you an idea of how I've taken care of debt in the past for the last three years here. Um, I have a chargeback or roll up debt for 8K or 10K or whatever it is. I'll yeah. say, okay, so this is my goal. And I don't put myself in the blender to get it done right away. I said, this is my goal over the next two weeks. I'm going to try and help 10 families or 10 people because 10 people would equal 10K in commissions. 
So I play a little goal with my <laughs> or a little game with myself saying, hey, I don't look at that number as 10,000. I'll say, okay, I help one person, nine more left, eight more left, seven more left, six more left. That way it doesn't feel like it's such a big deal because when you get big debts, you get big roll-up debts, the first thing you're thinking is like, oh my God, how am I going to handle it? And, um, you know, that's just uh, one thing I wanted to mention to a lot of the newer agents that are on this call, you know, just take a step back, you know, take a breather, you know, make sure that you keep enough money for leads and um, you'll get past it. I've gotten past it. I'll get past it again. Al, you've gotten past it. You'll get past it again. Like it, it's, it's just part of the game, you know, but the biggest thing is communication. So um, that's the only small thing I had. Just, you know, play a game with it. Don't think like they're going to come take your house because you didn't pay, you know, you know, you didn't pay the debt, you know, they're going to work with you as long as you work with them. And uh, the more you can communicate with the carriers, the more they're going to help you out. So. Well, I appreciate you sharing because I mean, when, when you first got debt, you like the way that you deal with debt now has changed drastically from when, when we first started, when, when you, when you first received your first roll of debt or your own personal debts or whatever. Now you're, now you know how to attack it. Cause, and that, that goes, that, that goes to the experience and the, the time you continue to, to, to fight through and not give up. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think, I think we take ourselves too seriously in the business. We have to understand it is a business, but you have to have a little bit of fun with it. Like I've had, Clients call me like two, three days later that were, I thought there were solid policies and they ended up canceling the policy. And I was like, oh my God, you know, and I, I was like, wow, okay. So it's just part of the business that this stuff is going to happen instead of me being so serious and upset about it and worry about it for the next, you know, three, four days, you know, just let it roll right off your shoulder and keep pushing forward. You know, my, my first big debt was like probably two and a half, three years ago. And uh, I won't get into too much of the specifics, but I didn't know how to really get out of it because I was selling, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't selling enough to, for me to think I can get out of that debt. So like I was writing business, you know, I was doing my thing, but I was like, oh, that's a lot. Do, can I, can I actually write that much business to get out of it? And I was just thinking to myself, well, if Albert's done it, other people have done it in the business and they've been doing this longer than me, I'm sure I can sacrifice and figure out a way to uh, make it happen. You know, so for whoever's going through debt on this call, which it could be, you know, quite a few people on the call, you might have some chargebacks or things you're handling. You'll be able to, to um, address it and move on as long as you stay consistent in the business and you always keep a good schedule and you always just keep working. You know, you got to yeah, keep working. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, you know? I think a lot of people, they either are comfortable with their ability to generate more and more revenue and more and more business, or they're, they're more focused on cutting back costs, you know, and they're focusing on budgeting and stuff like that. I mean, if you can do both, that's optimal. But I mean, looking at your like personality type and, and figuring out like, what is your goal? What are you going to do to get over this is key because $10,000 is like, a lot to some people and not a lot to others. It depends on how much money you bring in, right? Yeah. It depends on how much yeah. you want to work. Yeah. If you don't want to work, that's a lot of money. Yeah. If you, that's true. If you, if you work a lot, it's whatever. Yeah. And then, Yoel, we have to think about it like this as well. This is the only industry I know where I can take care of uh, chargebacks or roll-up debt in a week or two weeks. Yeah. There's no job that I can work, you know, outside of, uh, the insurance business where I can make that type of income to offset that type of debt that quickly. So I think a lot of new agents have to understand that you are in the best opportunity. You're going to lose 20% of your business. Just keep working, keep enough money for leads, and you'll always make sure that you'll bounce back from any you know hiccup that you have in your business. I like that. Right. So if you, if you guys picked up anything, don't stop working. If you guys care about taking care of that debt, I mean, that's not, that's not the key to, to stop working. You got you got to make sure you work and work in, a, in an efficient way and find a way to to make sure that you have a you have a game plan and then just stay mentally strong with it. Don't 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 crumble under it unless you want to be done with your career. Yeah, that's that. There's no other really way that you can go with it. And then once you get a chance to actually tackle that debt and actually actually overcome it, I promise you, you'll be in a stronger place because you've leveled up. Yeah, and always just tell yourself at the end of the day, you can always sell a kidney. 
<laughs> all right guys well appreciate you guys hopping on and sharing and and uh and and trying to trying to improve your business i mean this is this is a this is a reality this is a part of part of every business and if you if you don't have have any debt you're probably not growing so keep that in mind like it's like the problems that we have the majority of them we can fix there might be a few that we can't fix but it's not really what that's what gets us stuck the, the reason why we get stuck on certain things is just because the way that we're looking at our problems Sometimes we just stay fixated on certain things that we can't control. And then if you if you can't do that, take a step back, you know, reevaluate your situation, handle what you can control, and just chip away at it. That's all you, that's all you gotta do. Tread water, continue to survive, and you'll figure it out. Okay. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate you all, John, Joanne, JP, everyone on here. Let's go out and be lead, guys. Have a good one. Ooh. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thank you guys once again for supporting. If you guys want to see more of that, please make sure you like, subscribe, uh, click on this link here to subscribe, click on this link for the next video.